Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $20 on the steel MS-162 or MS-170 chainsaw. Real steel. Offer valid through June 30th, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another episode of Flippin' Bats. Day one of the NL and ALDS is done, and it was absolutely wild. Couple of wild games. One of the games was one of the best of all time. Today was an absolutely nuts day, and Alex and I are going to cover it all. Let's get to it. A high fly ball, deep center field. It is gone. Home run. And a huge bat flip to celebrate. All right, Ben, start the show already. What a day. I don't even know where to begin, but we we have to start with the Astros and the Mariners game because there were a bunch of wild games today, but that one was the absolute craziest. One of the one of the greatest games that from from start to finish, both teams played really well, and it was just a fantastic baseball game. Alex, I know you texted me before the game even got underway, asking how I was doing, and the answer was not well. Was not well. Yeah, no, I was concerned about you all day because you told us you're like a. Kind of like a parent watching their kid, but that's how you are with your brother mm-hmm. when you see him go. So I checked in, you know, where what level are we at? You said 10. 10 out of 10, nervous, not well. And I almost checked in after four innings, but I was like, I'm going to let it, I'm going to let it right out. I'm glad you did. Yeah. I'm glad you did. There was, um, there was a lot going on in yeah. case you missed it during that whole game. Uh, a lot going on. But that game itself was nuts and it got underway with the Mariners getting a few runs early in the game. Mariners came out hot. The the, the magic of the rally shoe definitely continued from what they had last series. And they just came into this ALDS with a lot of momentum, put up a bunch of runs earlier. So shout out to them for for getting going quickly. But Every single time, it felt like the Astros would get back into it. They'd score a couple of runs. You'd think, okay, the Astros are within reach now. And the Mariners would fight right back and put up a bunch of runs immediately. So it never felt like the Astros could get into that position for at least an extended period of time where they had a chance to get into it. But this game turned out to be absolutely bonkers. Going into the eighth inning, you think, okay, this this looks like it's the Mariners. Because they, they get into that bullpen and... It's lights out. I mean, you got guys with some of the best stuff. and They have Matt Brash coming in in the fifth, sixth inning of a game who has elite stuff. He's throwing 98, 99, 100 with wipeout sliders and wipeout curveballs, and it was just disgusting. So every time the Astros scored and you feel like, all right, they're getting back into it, no, 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 the Mariners would do something and pull away and pull away and pull away. But for me, this game ended up being one of the greatest games. You, you look at the eighth inning, the bat that gets overlooked a lot for me because everybody's talking about what happened to end this game. But in the eighth inning, Alex Bregman off of a guy throwing 103 miles an hour, Munoz, and throwing disgusting sliders, hits a two-run homer, getting them back into it, an absolute tank. This at bat was huge. It was 7-3 to three with one out in the eighth inning. And Alex Bregman takes him deep. That was huge. They end up cutting it to two. And then the game goes to the ninth inning. And this is where everything just... When I say this, 
that this was one of the greatest postseason games. It, it was because both teams played so well. The offenses, the offense was good. There was good pitching throughout. In that ninth inning, what the Astros did, and you know what? It started. It started with Hensley. That's where it started with that walk. A rookie pinch hitting his first playoff at bat. And you know what? For all the flack and all the Dusty Baker gets a lot of flack in postseason games with what he does on the managerial side. We got to give him credit here. This is a rookie that had no postseason experience, and in his first postseason at bat, he puts together an incredible at bat. Ends up walking, gets on base. Jeremy Pena has a great at bat after that. And then Jordan Alvarez. And for those that didn't see it, Jordan Alvarez hit a home run with two outs, in the ninth inning, they brought in Robbie Ray. Robbie Ray comes in, uh, the reigning Cy Young winner in the American League, comes in just to get Jordan Alvarez out, and Jordan hits an absolute missile of a home run to right field to win it. Recorded the second walk-off home run in postseason history by a team down to its final out, only Kurt Gibson being the other one. But get this, this is a wild stat. This is the only Walk-off home run in postseason history with a team down by multiple runs. Only time in history that has ever happened. Jordan Alvarez for the Astros. Truly an, an unbelievable game. There are a lot of talking points, but from start to finish, no matter what side you're rooting for, obviously Astros fans end up going home the happier side. But this was a very, very well-played baseball game between two fantastic teams. But the way the Astros in the eighth and ninth inning put those at-bats together against dominant relievers, that was some of the best at-bats in such a big game in back-to-back innings that I have ever seen. And I don't say that lightly. It was impressive. It almost felt like, because we, we talked about this a lot, what kind of effect was it going to have the number one and number two seeds having five to six days off of rest. We saw it in the first game, and we kind of saw it here with Mariners coming in with that that Mariner, Mariner magic that they had coming off of that wild card series. They came in firing, and it almost took the Astros halfway through the game to really get their groove back, to really become the Astros again. And then when we saw that in the eighth inning, chipping away, the ninth inning, I just had that gut feeling. Yeah. The moment Alvarez was coming to the plate, I was like, he's going to hit a walk-off home run. There were, they just, they at that moment, they had that momentum. They had the hits, and they had go, things going in their favor. And the Astros, uh, they uh, did what the Astros do. I am, win. I, I almost don't. I don't let that moment build. And and this goes back to something that I have talked about so many times, and it's over managing in October. Okay, I feel like the calendar turns to October, we start playing baseball, and managers start pushing the panic button and start doing things they've never been done before. You know how many save opportunities Robbie Ray has had in his career until tonight? Zero. This was his first career save opportunity. He comes in as a starter, the reigning AL Cy Young winner, comes in in relief in a situation he's not comfortable with, lets that momentum, lets the moment build, the whole time we're in commercial break, the whole time Robbie Ray is warming up, it allows everybody to be, whoa, this is a moment. Robbie Ray, Jordan Alvarez. And it's a moment that Robbie Ray isn't comfortable with. Mm-mm. So why are you bringing him in in that situation? It's a typical case that we see time and time again in October of overmanaging. You have one of the best bullpens in all of baseball. You have guys out there throwing 103 miles an hour with some of the nastiest sliders in the world. 
Trust them to get the job done as you have all year long. Don't bring in Robbie Ray at Robbie Ray as a lefty specialist when he's never done that. He's never been in a save situation in his MLB career. This is the first one. It doesn't go well. Jordan ends up hitting that walk off, and it was one of the the bench of the Astros was going insane. You could feel how special it was for them. They were going nuts. This was a fantastic baseball game, and I'll say it again and again. What Hensley did in that ninth inning as a rookie and his first postseason at bat, working that walk against a guy throwing upper 90s with nasty stuff. Seawald has been great all year long. For Hensley to have that at bat, he did. You obviously can't say that's the at-bat of the ninth inning because that goes to Jordan. But every at-bat leading up to Jordan was very, very impressive. And this game was um, this was one for the ages. It really was. This is what October baseball is all about. That's the kind of hit and walk-off win that changes the series. Like, that set the tone potentially for the rest of the series. Now, did you have a chance to talk to your brother? Did he share like kind of what the vibe was after the game on the field in the clubhouse? Yeah. I mean, I I was talking to him shortly before we went live here, just talking about the game and the emotions from everybody involved were, it was a special night. And, And I think you could see that down on the field, but he just said like the speech in the locker room after the emotion from the players, like, this is one of he said it. He's been a part of some of the some of the greatest postseason games of all time. You know, mm-hmm. you look back in in his Tigers days, the Maglio Ordonez walk-off grand slam to go to the World Series, uh, that game against the Dodgers in 2017 that was back and forth and back and forth. And this, this is up there for him. And and this is a this was an incredible game. Uh, there is no doubt about that. And um just a just a truly spectacular night. And it left me saying. Once again, who's your daddy? <laughs> who's your daddy? I got my signature Jordan Alvarez shirt, and as we all know, in good fun, I think I've worn a Mariner shirt on here like two of the last three shows, Yeah, the fun differential shirt. The Mariners are very fun, and they are very good. But whenever somebody deserves it, I wear a shirt of theirs, and you can't tell me that Jordan Alvarez doesn't deserve it. What a game. Uh, what a night. And uh, I, we, we will be remembering this game for a long time. The hero of the game. And also a reminder that no lead is safe in the postseason. We have seen some crazy comebacks. This might have been eh, close to the craziest one yet. Yeah. I mean, the Mariners the were Mariners, part of the 8-1 yeah. one. But, like, they're both, you know, Mariners yeah. were a part of both of them. Exactly. So, um, what a game. And I, I, I know... Uh, you mentioned that the Mariners carried that momentum in, and the Astros, it seemed like it took a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, we might be talking about that a little bit more because the bye in the first round seems like it may have affected a few teams here, and it certainly looked like it took the Astros a couple times through the lineup to yeah. really, really start clicking. But when they did start clicking, uh, it was in that eighth and ninth inning with some of the most impressive at-bats. We cannot overlook the Alex Bregman at-bat either off Munoz throwing 103 miles an hour, an absolute tank, getting them back into it. So a great game there. It was fantastic. It was madness, and that is what October baseball is all about. It's so fun. You know what the uh, who the bye didn't affect, though, today? Oops. Who? The Dodgers. That is true. The Dodgers and the Padres, they looked as fresh as they could have right out of the gates. Yeah. You know, when 
when you look at a team that's the number one seed and they have a bye, yeah. like the Dodgers did tonight what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. They come out as the higher seed, they score early, they score often, and then you never really feel. There was maybe one or two occasions where you felt like, all right, the Padres are getting back into us, into this, but they'd shut them down. Julio Urias this tonight did a fantastic job. Uh, even when he got into trouble, he limited the damage, and the number one seed looked like the number one seed, and there wasn't much rust, and we saw Trey Turner come out immediately and say, what first-round buy that had us not playing for a week? Uh, I'm just fine. I got to be honest, these Dodgers-Padres matchups really feel like a, a big brother, little brother. Hey, 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 I, I'm hey, just hey. being honest here. The Dodgers Watch have it. the Padres number. They just haven't Some, figured out. Sometimes the little brother has the big brother's number, okay? Okay. So that was a little brother. I'm Little brother sometimes. Look, the little brother, big brother analogy, not the show for it, Alex. That That's the feel this matchup has. <laughs> the Dodgers the Dodgers beat the Padres 14, 14 times. Padres won five times during the regular season. That's dominant. That's dominant. Maybe more. There's just, it has to be a mental thing, too. They just, they just have their number. Maybe they just it, got it. Maybe it's more that the Dodgers are the Padres' Padre. Oh. Hmm. Much less. There you go. A little less of little brother, big brother, but it's they're the <laughs> Padres' Padre. Maybe. Uh, but it, it really was a good game. Trey Turner is a stud, gets the scoring started quickly, and the pitching of the Dodgers did the job. Uh, Urias tonight was, was really good. Uh, for a while, it seemed unhittable. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the relievers they brought in, they shut the door when they needed to. And uh, it ended up being a very well-played game on both sides. This was a good baseball game. Uh, final score ends up being Dodgers 5, Padres 3. Padres get that tying run up in the ninth inning, down two. Uh, shades of the game that we had saw earlier in the day. Astros, Mariners, two-run game. Uh, you know, and you, you get the winning run up to the plate in the Astros game, but... Uh, being down two there, this was this was just a very well played baseball game on both sides, and the Dodgers continued their absolute dominance of of the Padres. But of of any game, like you, you never want, look, it's postseason baseball. You're never punting any game, but the Dodgers had to win this game. The Padres are throwing out Mike Clevenger tonight. I mean, come on, you, you got to win this game. Clevenger has like a 10 ERA against the Dodgers. The three guys that the Padres have are you Darvish, Blake Snell, and Joe Musgrove. You didn't have to face any of them tonight because they played in the earlier round. Starting tomorrow, you will. So winning this game for the Padres, well, man, it would have been the perfect scenario. But I, were they expecting to win with Mike Clevenger on the mound against the number one of the Dodgers? I mean, sure, you're, you're always expecting to win, but from a fan perspective, like this game was a bullpen. This game. was, yeah, this yeah, was, was like, let's see game. what we can get out of Clevenger. Yeah. These two games, not much for the Dodgers, are must win. And I, I feel this way for every home team, every higher seed. Yeah, the the two home games in a five game series. Yeah, you gotta win those first two games. Mm-hmm. The Braves are the Braves are in trouble. We'll yep. get to that in a second. The Braves lose that first game. They're in trouble. So the Dodgers had to win this one. The Astros had to win their first one, and you have to win the next one because you don't want to split and then go on the road to face the the team in their home stadium. So uh, another good game here for sure. Yeah, how how I expected 
this one oh, to yeah. go. Oh, How yeah. I expected this one to go. Yeah. It was good. You know what I didn't expect? What? I didn't expect to be eating dinner tonight and Alex to pull out a pair of scissors to oh cut her gosh. salad. But, you know, sometimes the unexpected happens. Don't be jealous of my scissor knives. <laughs> I like a chopped salad. Okay. They are so handy. I've so heard is my spork. salad before, but you so don't expect spork. somebody to pull out a pair of scissors and just start literally chopping their, their, <laughs> their salad knives. right next to you. you pull I'll out get a, you a pair. You pull That's out a pair give. of scissors when we ordered in salads like it was a pencil and you're at school and you needed to write a page. It was like, oh, here's, here's my scissors. It's time to cut my salad. <laughs> I know what I like. Didn't I like chopped salads. Things I didn't expect either. Mm -hmm. Things I didn't expect you're welcome. for 200, <laughs> Alex. Phillies Braves. Oof. Um, this was a classic scenario. Mm -hmm. um, Phillies end up winning 7-6, but the score is a lot closer than this game was for a lot of it. Uh, Phillies end up winning 7-6. Braves were flat for a while, and that bye clearly did them no favors. The offense was flat for a while until the end of the game. Max Freed, less than uh, his normal self, three and a third, eight hits, four runs, two earned, one walk, and two strikeouts for Max Freed, who is the ace of this staff. Um, not great. They had opportunities, though. They were getting on base. They just Plenty. couldn't get that one hit with runners in scoring position. So it was like they were just there, kind of just on the edge, and almost made a, a run for it there in the ninth inning. They just – it didn't come soon enough. Yeah, Matt Olson home run there in the ninth. Brought yeah. uh, everybody back to the edge of their seat. Yeah. Just in time to scoot on back in your seat because it ended. Yeah, that that's tough. Watching the game this morning was, uh, okay, this is, this is what can happen when a baseball team has five to six days off. Because as yeah. a baseball player, you're used to playing every single day. So then you have the Phillies coming in with that wild card momentum, that fire, and they just carried it right out of the gates into this game. Yeah, I mean, you saw that with the, with the offense. I mean, Nick Castellanos wasn't himself all year long. And what he did today, I mean, we saw it earlier. And how many times have we said in the playoffs, like, you know, you're not going to string together a bunch of hits. It's about hitting the ball out of the yard. The team that out-homers the other is going to win the game. The Phillies got hit after hit after hit in the first couple of innings and just singled them to death. And Nick Castellanos and Bryce Harper, big parts of that, um, they, they dominated the Braves today, and it was a – you know, the Braves end up coming back and making it a good game. But this, this goes back to Max Freed for me. Max Freed's 10th postseason start of his career. This was the shortest. Mm. This was the shortest postseason start of Max Freed's career. When I, I feel like you can't overstress this situation. The first game as the team with the bye is the one that you have the most, um, the most of an edge in. Because the Rangers are having to use their three starter, and you have your ace, and it's just to to be, to come out flat says to me, look, the Braves are the Braves were the best team in baseball since June first. There was nobody better for them to come out flat. Um, to me, it says that that downtime did the batters a little bit of a disservice, but um, that's no that's no excuse. You got to win the ball game, and they came back at the end, come up a little short. But um, yeah, that's uh, this is tough for the Braves now. You have to win oh, yeah. tomorrow, and the tough thing now is guess who you get to face? Hmm. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, and back-to-back -back games. You've already lost the first one that you had the most advantage in. Yep. So it's only all you need to do is win three games. Now the Phillies have their guys. 
going in back-to-back games. If they win both of those, guess what? Series over. Yeah, not just their guys, though, but at the plate, they're just doing all the small things. They're putting the ball in play. They're getting runners in scoring position. They're playing small ball, which is dangerous when a team is seeing the ball well and they're hot and they're coming in hot off this wild card series. Yeah, I I think the game of baseball changes a little bit in October and I saw a stat today. I think it was the the Phillies, I think, sacrificed bunted six times this year. And in the postseason, I think they've done it like three times already. And it goes back to this morning. I was talking to John Smoltz. We dropped a um, a bonus podcast episode this morning. Uh, So if you haven't, go back to listen. But John Smoltz and I talked a lot about why the game of baseball changes in October and a lot about the playoff format right now with that off day on the American League side and why it's not on the National League side and how detrimental that could be. So go check that out if you haven't. It's a quick 10, 15-minute conversation with John Smoltz, but he was dropping some knowledge. But we talked about the playoffs and why the game changes, and it's just because, and he put it so well, in the regular season, yeah, you know, you string a few things together and next thing you know, you have a rally. In the playoffs, you get a runner on first base and it's edge of your seat. Mm-hmm. Oh man, something's going to happen. This is a rally. So it's just that difference there. And you get a runner on first base in the playoffs. It's all right, let's bunt him over. You saw Bryce Harper bunting today. Yep. Like small ball is becoming a thing again uh-huh. in October. And, you know, I'm not going to say I love it, but I love playoff baseball and it adds it to got the, the job done. It adds to the intensity for sure. Yeah. Got the job done today. Yeah. So Phillies take that. Phillies take game one on the road, seven to six. And now they have Zach Wheeler going game two and they will have Aaron Nola game going game three back at home. Uh, This is going to be a series. That's for sure. This one's going to be a series Um, on to the next one for us. And the last of the four that happened today, the Cleveland Guardians against the New York Yankees. Um, Tough matchup, Mm -hmm. tough matchup for the Guardians. Um, They are the youngest team in baseball this year. Only the eighth time the youngest team in baseball has ever made the playoffs. And they won their first round, and their reward is playing the Yankees. Go ahead. I can hear it in your voice. You are ready. They struck first. They did do They They, they struck first. You got to give them that. They got on the board first. And then the Yankees just – the Yankees look great. Bats look great. Garrett Cole looked great. They're just the stronger, more experienced – better team it's a think about like I I know this team is playing fearless this team is in the Guardians they're young they weren't supposed to be here like you know you're playing with house money almost yeah but that changes a little bit when you walk on the field of Yankee Stadium in the postseason in the postseason yeah and I have experienced um, I have been fortunate in my life to experience a lot of playoff baseball and a lot of different stadiums and playoff baseball in Yankee Stadium is special uh-huh it is it is a special environment and it is it is kudos to that crowd it is they new yorkers do it right in october and yankee stadium in october is something that is i i, I hope everybody gets to experience it someday but it is something that no matter how fearless you are no matter how young you are it gets to you and i want to share a quote from garrett cole talking about the energy in the crowd. He said, when you feel the crowd or the energy, sometimes it can become a little easier just to quiet things down. They were in on every pitch tonight and what a wonderful experience it was to have them behind us. Because when you have the crowd like that, 
it just can motivate you to a next level. I was watching something early in the game. It was like the first or second inning, nobody on base, and everybody's standing. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's playoff baseball, and you'll see that a lot around the league. But Yankees fan, like, they were in it for every pitch. Mm-hmm. Um, Yankees fans are going bonkers after Anthony Rizzo's two-run blast. If you're watching this and not just listening, <laughs> I mean, beer Beer's going everywhere. everywhere. This is madness. You, you know – we see this a lot in we're starting to see it more and more in college baseball at like those SEC schools, like beer showers when yeah. home runs happen. And it's so cool. Like I love these moments. Imagine, imagine yourself being a guy or a girl that bought an expensive ticket to game one of the playoffs in New York, and you're sitting out in the bleachers, Anthony Rizzo hits a home run, you're chugging beer, you're throwing it in the air, and you leave the stadium with the musk of Bud Light <laughs> on you, and you're just like, this was a night I will remember forever. It smells like a win. It, it feels like, like a win. Yeah, players yeah. are covered in beer after they win big series. So yeah. for fans to do that, and those are expensive beers. Those are 12 to 15 to $20 beers that they're spraying everywhere. So yeah. well, your favorite, big moment. At your favorite Dodger Stadium, a beer is like 20 bucks. But, uh, so. Don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so Yankees end up. Winning that game four to one, as we said, the Guardians strike first on a Stephen Kwan home run, so they scored run number Kwan. Of and the game. he, see, see what I did there? Yep. Yeah, keep a, it going. It's a pun. It's like uh-huh. a play on words with his name and yep, number. Yep. Got it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he sprinted around those bases. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. They ended up. Uh, that was it for them. Yeah. That was run number one and only run. So uh, Stephen Kwan, by the way, what a year! But that was it for the that was it for the Guardians four one Yankees win. Um, Josh Donaldson in this game had a moment, uh, such a weird moment, hard, hard hit ball to right field ball hits off the top of the wall, like the very corner bounces back in, looks like it, like to the naked eye, I guess it's, it looks like it's a home run, but it comes Mm -hmm. back. But Josh Donaldson went into full blown home Home run run trot high five to the first base coach. I'm running. Oh, what do you mean? The ball? What? I'm out. This was a wild play, and I'm not really sure why he thought that looking back on it because it bounced back into the field. Like, yeah. it, to me, it never screamed, like, oh, that's a clear home run. I mean, watching this now, it hits off the top of the wall and bounces bounces right back in. So, mm-hmm. um, look, Josh Donaldson raked tonight. He played well, but this was just one of those moments that left you scratching your head, especially early on. This was a 1-1 ball game, uh, fairly, you know, in the middle of the game. So this was before they really broke it open, and it felt like it got out of hand, which came a little later with Anthony Rizzo's two-run homer. That really felt like um, that felt like game over, and it's because it the Guardians' offense isn't yeah. the best. That was my key for the Guardians. Mm-hmm. If they wanted to win this series, they had to hit better than they have all year long. And it's going to be a tough series. Yeah. It's going to be a tough series for the Guardians. Yeah. Uh, Cespedes Family Barbecue, our own Jake and Jordan, tweeted Josh Donaldson, a man who has probably gotten very angry at players who didn't run it out, didn't run it out. Facts. Um, but ends up a 4 1 victory for the Yankees. They go up 1 0. Um, this is a tough series for the Guardians, and it started as we expected. Mm-hmm. So, uh, as we expected, the Dodgers to do come out and hold the game. Um, the Yankees pretty much did the same. It was close for a little while, but they end up pulling it out in easy fashion there. So, man, great 
great baseball games today. Um, just really exciting and um, left me excited to do this show tonight. It's just so fun to to wake up on the West Coast with baseball super early and then just have it throughout the entire day. Yeah. Never stop watching baseball. It was from also, 10 to 10. It was cool because I woke up super early, came to studio to talk to John Smoltz, who did the interview at, at Truist Park. Yeah. John Smoltz is calling the Phillies Braves series. So 30 minutes before that game starts, I'm talking to John Smoltz. He does it, and then he goes and calls the game. We put out the episode and the conversation with him. So, again, if you haven't, go check that out. It, it, was, it was just posted. So um, that's it for the games. Um, but – yeah. Alex, I have good news for you. Ooh, what do I got? You got points. Hey! Alex is on the board. The 2022 Flippin' Bats Playoff Draft, <laughs> where we each drafted a team, and for every playoff win, you get one point. I had the first round pick. I had the first draft pick. Then it went Alex, producer Taylor, and then we snaked our way through the rest. So I got two big points today. Alex got two big points today. And My producer first two. Taylor, your first two. Producer yep. Taylor, one point today with his, uh, with his. Who did he? Who who won today for him? Who won for Taylor? No points no, for Taylor. No points for Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Taylor, that's what you get. Yeah, it's just you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations to us. So uh, six points for me, five points for Taylor, two points. Watch out though. For Alex. Watch out, Dodgers and Yankees coming in hot. Yes. So that that's the playoff draft. Before we finish up, something I want to do, I think every show okay. we have. I'm yep. going to do top five players of the day. Oh, let's do let's it. Head on over. Okay. Head on over to the board for today's top five players of the day. How's do, that sound? Do, do I like it. All right. We got a lot of good ones today. A lot of big moments. So lead us off. Who's at number five for you? Who? Leo Rodriguez. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I was like, where are we going with Julio Rodriguez at number five. Uh, I know the Mariners didn't end up winning this game, but I can't speak highly enough about Julio Rodriguez and the superstar that he has already become. I've been saying all year long, I said it before the year started, this guy is a mega prospect. He is the real deal. This guy will be a star. Julio Rodriguez is a star. He had a fantastic year. He had a one-of-one regular season for a rookie, and now we're seeing what he's doing on the biggest stage in October, the first playoff run for the Mariners in 21 years, which is pretty much how old he is, which is insane. Two for four today, (laughs) three runs scored, two RBIs, a triple, a double, a fantastic game for Julio Rodriguez. And he hit the ball hard, man. He is fun to watch. Even his outs. I know, everything. All right, who you got at number four? All right. At number four, Alex Bregman. Now, okay. one hit today for Alex Bregman. But. but I was like, but, but. Big one. In the eighth inning, Alex Bregman comes up in a 7-3 ball game. Okay? 7-3. Feels like the Astros have their backs against the wall because guess what? They do have their backs against the wall. And it doesn't feel like they have much of a chance. Felt like they kept clawing back into the game and could just never get over that hump. Alex Bregman got them back into the game against Munoz, who's throwing 103 miles an hour, some of the nastiest stuff in all of the league. The at-bat that Alex Bregman put together there that led to a mammoth two-run homer to bring it to 7-5 to was one of the at-bats of the night. 
for the Houston Astros. And what ended up being a night, the eighth and ninth inning had so many guys, and it started with Alex Bregman. Then it goes to Hensley, who had that fantastic walk in his first ever professional playoff game. To, to do that, think of the nerves for this guy. Going up against one of the best bullpens, against a guy with great stuff, to go up in your first playoff at bat, and to work that walk he did, great at bat there. There were a bunch of good at bats, but Alex Bregman's in the eighth, that homer, to get the fans, to get the team, to get the game back together. What an at bat that was. And for that reason, Alex Bregman is one of my top players of the day. That at bat was the beginning of the end. The beginning of the end for the Astros to get the win. Yes. Beginning of the end. Thank <laughs> you. You like my hand movements? I do. All right. Who you got at number three? At number three, moving on my list, Trey Turner. Mm. Um, we mentioned how the Dodgers didn't have much of that um, first round by hangover. None. And Trey Turner got that started very quickly with that home run early in the ball game. He had a couple of hits, two for four, a homer, two RBIs, a double, a run scored. Uh, Trey Turner did it all tonight, as we expect Trey Turner to do. This is the scary thing about that Dodgers lineup. They're all good. So... If one guy's slumping, if one guy has a little hangover because he didn't play for six days in a competitive game and you need those repetitions, somebody in that lineup is still going to be feeling pretty good. That guy tonight was Trey Turner. There were a couple of really good at-bats from this team throughout the game, but Trey Turner was locked in from the word go or the words play ball, if you will, <laughs> and he is here at number three. All right, who you got at number two? At number two, Nick Castellanos. I mentioned it earlier, Nick hasn't had – uh, a year that he is accustomed to having, uh, but he ended up turning it on tonight. Three for five at the plate, three RBIs, a double, a run scored. Uh, this is Nick Castellanos, we all know. Friend of the pod, mm -hmm. Nick Castellanos, might I add. Yeah. Uh, a stud of a player, a, a really good baseball player, a really, really, really good hitter. He's done it his entire career, and then he signs that deal with the Phillies. He comes over, and it's like, Okay, this is this is uh, an average to this is an average. These are average numbers he's putting up. Mm -hmm. When Nick Cassianos, my friends, is not average. But where do you need it the most? You need it the most in the playoffs, and he yep. came through in a big way. Three for five, three RBIs, and a double. Nick Cassianos had a huge game today. And speaking of a huge game, who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? Number one. Is my number one be. top yeah. player of the day, Jordan Alvarez. What a day. Three for five, a homer, the walk-off homer. I'm going to say this again because it's such a mind-blowing stat. The first walk-off home run in Major League Baseball history in the playoffs with a team down multiple runs. Wow. Doesn't that just feel Wild feels big, important. It does it feel big, moment. and it's also only the second walk-off home run down to a team's last out Oof. in playoff history behind Kurt Gibson, which we all know. Yeah, you know the home run pumping yep. it. You know that was that was iconic. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now save $30 on the American-made Steel FS56 RCE Trimmer. Real Steel.
The FS56RCE is made in America of U.S. and global materials. Offer valid through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What a day. What a moment. What a game. The Astros just felt like they were clawing back into it all day long and mm-hmm. couldn't get there. And you know what? They never did get there until that ball went over the fence, and there yeah. was never a doubt. Robbie Ray comes in, lefty-lefty, comes in as a guy that has never had a save opportunity in his entire big league career, comes in for a lefty specialist to get Jordan Alvarez out, which I think was a little bit of overmanaging. You have a great bullpen, great stuff out there. Trust them to do what they have done all year long. Alas, hindsight is twenty twenty. They did not do that. They brought in Robbie Ray. The moment built and built and built, and the whole world was saying, get to a TV. We got Robbie Ray, Jordan Alvarez, winning run at the plate, last out, down two. And what does he do? He hits an absolute rocket for a home run. Astros walk it off in game one. Vital for them with Luis Castillo on the mound in game two. Their guys are coming up. Uh, But Jordan Alvarez had himself a day. And as usual... When he gets me wearing this shirt, it gets me asking, (laughs) who's your daddy? What a great shirt. What a great night. Uh, So that rounds out my top five list. Top five players of the day. We'll be doing that every day we have a show. uh, And there will be a lot of shows shows. throughout the playoffs. Um, A bunch throughout this round. Keep you posted there. And then we will be on the road for the NLCS and the World Series all on Fox and FS1. That's going to be a blast. But for today, that does it. I hope you all enjoyed all these games today. Um, All of the drama on and off the field. It was a blast. (laughs) It was a fun-filled day for sure. And uh, I hope you all enjoyed it, and I hope you enjoyed this episode as well. Thank you all for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, Flippin' Bats, wherever you listen to podcasts, Apple, Spotify, wherever it may be, and on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. And you can watch every single episode on YouTube as well at Flippin' Bats Pod. Thank you all for listening. We will be back soon, and we will see you next time for another episode of Flippin' Bats. Peace.